Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue looking in the Word of God about what it says about not fearing. Do not fear, folks. If you're a true believer, <coughs> we are not to live in fear. We're not to be anxious. Jesus says that in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Uh, you know, we may have to go there. We haven't gone on that part yet <laughs> of this. The Scripture is just full of these things. That literally, the do not fear statement is just repeated dozens, if not hundreds of times. Aside from, the, you know, not being anxious or don't be, um, you know, in despair or things like that. We're told not to because, folks... We are different creatures, and we've been looking at 1 John chapter 4 and chapter 5. We're in chapter 5 right now, just to see what it says about this. Remember the fourth verse, it says that we've overcome the world, and we have victory that overcomes the world, and that victory is our faith. We have faith, and our faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ, who has reconciled us to the Father. So if you go down to verse 10, he says this, The one who believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. So how do you deal with fear? Well, the opposite of fear is faith. You live by faith. Well, how do you, what, what is that faith? You believe. Faith and believe are synonymous. Okay? You believe. What do you believe then? You believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that he has died on the cross for us. You repent. You confess upon the fact that he has taken upon himself our sin. You believe that. Now, a lot of times people get distracted because they say, well, I don't understand it all. <laughs> Here's a great truth. The Lord did not say you have to understand everything. That's great, isn't it? As a matter of fact, that's come up uh, a couple times this week in various uh, uh, small group times that we have and Bible study times. It's, it's interesting how uh, our thought will uh, will come and that will be sort of a part of what's going uh, through uh the study that week, regardless really what we're looking at. And the idea that really struck me this week, I was looking at some historical things, is the truth, and this is the truth, that in the first 300 years of the church, I mean, it exploded, went throughout the Mediterranean, the truth of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. This occurred before the Bible was compiled in the, the form that we have it in today. A lot of the letters were being written in the first century, right? The New Testament was, was being written. This also occurred, this great explosion of the gospel, this transformation literally of societies and of governments. This took place before they had really solidified some things that we consider to be foundational doctrines. Was Jesus really totally God and totally man when he was here upon the earth? Well, most of us will go, well, yeah, yeah, everybody knows that. Well, no, not really. Okay. They were debating that up until the 4th century. And certain councils came together, and they decided, this is this is what we believe the Word is saying. This is what we believe from the Lord. Well, that's great. I have no problem with that. What I love about it is the fact that people were being saved, that people were coming into the kingdom, and people were uh, leading the body of Christ, and the body of Christ was doing all sorts of phenomenal things, even though they had not quite worked out all the details yet. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? Isn't that interesting? And so we're sort of the same way, okay? So what we see is that we are called to not fear, but we're called to believe, believe in the Son of God, okay? Now, verse 10 again, the one who believes in the Son of God 
has the testimony in himself. The one who does not believe God has made him, made God, a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has given concerning his son. So if someone doesn't believe that Jesus is the son of God, what they're saying is that God is a liar. Now, someone might say, well, perhaps they haven't heard. Absolutely. Perhaps they haven't heard that Jesus has come and that Jesus is the Messiah. That's where we come in, folks. We're supposed, we're supposed to proclaim the truth. Sometimes people say, well, maybe they don't even know there's a God. Oh, they know there's a God. We see that in Romans 1. In Romans 1, remember that? There's an internal testimony and there's an external testimony that God is real. The external testimony is all of creation and that mankind looks at creation and realize, realizes this. Somebody made all this. Okay? They realize that. Uh, the internal testimony is that God says that he has made it uh, an awareness within every human being that he is real. Every human knows that God is real. That's the reason that, that people that reject him sometimes are so hateful and so belligerent because they're fighting against a truth that is within them. They know it. Okay, So they're making God out to be a liar. Verse 11 says this of 1 John 5. And the testimony is this, that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. This is what we believe. This is the foundation of our faith. Okay, And if you believe this, and if you will rest in this, then you will not fear in the sense of the world. You will not be bound in anxiety. Now, verse 12 sort of closes this thought. We haven't looked at it yet, so listen to this. He who has the Son has the life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have the life. Whoa, that's pretty cut and dry right there, isn't it, folks? If you have the Son, you have life. Because if you believe in the Son of God, you have the testimony yourself. And that testimony resides within us. People say, well, you have the Holy Spirit within you. That's absolutely true. You have the fullness of God in you. You have Father. You have Son. You have Holy Spirit. Us, Jesus said in John 17, dwelling with them as we dwell with each other. We have the fullness of this. And it is life. If you do not have the Son of God... You do not have the life. And let me tell you, folks, there are a lot of people that are religious. They're very religious. They're, they're, they're participants in church. They go to church. They lead in church. They're top leaders in churches and in religious organizations who do not have the Son of God, and they do not have the life, as is described here. They do not have the life. Well, how can I say that? People say, well, you're not supposed to judge. No, no, I'm not judging. And from the sense of I'm the one that's declaring that you're going to spend eternity in the lake of fire. Though if you do not have the life, you will. But God's the one that brings down that ultimate judgment. But we will know them by their fruits. Okay? By their fruit. And when you see deeds of the flesh and not the, uh, the fruit of the Spirit, then what do we know? That they're living a life of fleshiness. Okay? Now, verse 13, let me read this and we'll close with this and pick it up next time. Uh, verse 13 is foundational in First John because it tells us why John wrote the letter. You know, one of the things when you're studying the Word of God and you're studying the book of the Bible, something like that, is to uh, seek a, a reason for the writing. And this right here is, is probably the most pointed one in all of Scripture because it says this, These things I have written to you who believe. <laughs> well, there you go. He said, I've written this to you who believe. 
Okay, they're true believers. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. See, he knew that there were some that believed, and the balance of the whole book, he deals with all this kind of stuff. He knew that they believed, and they were true believers, but he wanted them to know that they have eternal life. See, the enemy will bring doubt. The enemy will attack us. You know, sometimes we get, you, you believe and you know you believe, but then situations and circumstances of life come against you, and you wonder, why is this happening? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not believing correctly. Maybe, no. He's saying, I've written these things to you. And I'm writing to the ones who believe in the name of the Son of God. And I'm writing to you to where you will know that you have eternal life. Folks, believe. Believe rightly unto salvation. Just not a, a false belief just because you're remorseful for something. But believe and allow the Lord to turn your life into a different direction. And as you do that, you will no longer live in fear. You will live by faith. And the more you live by faith and the more you exercise that faith, the more peace, the more joy, the more power and presence of the Most High God you'll experience. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.